Hello and welcome or welcome back to Morning Cup of Controversy. My name is Ryan and I'm your host and this week I want to talk a little bit about tattoo stigma. But first, as always, let's go ahead and talk about the question of the week. So last week I asked my audience, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? I personally said Japan, and I kind of explained why I would pick Japan last week. Some of my listeners, however, said Iceland. Um, The reasoning behind that one was a little silly. Um, Because it seems dope, it's all green, and fire, air, to each their own. Iceland does sound beautiful. Um, Somebody else said London because it looks cool. Somebody else, I did not write this one down, but somebody in my Discord said Switzerland, I believe. And another one that I recently came up with was Norway, just because I've heard so many good things about Norway. And I, I literally was, like, reading an article yesterday about moving to Norway because America, that I feel like there's nothing else I need to say, just America. And I was looking into, like, the requirements of moving to Norway and, like, the pros and cons. And it seemed like pretty much all the cons that were listed were just reasons why Norwegians wouldn't want foreigners in their country. But, like, I know a couple different people that live in Norway. And I don't know. They just seem really cool. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like... Norwegians are the type of people to be like you're not from here leave but I don't really know couldn't tell you personally maybe one of my Norway listeners could comment and let me know how you guys are with foreigners because I am somewhat seriously considering moving there if not there then Canada probably Canada first but anyway let's go ahead and move on this week's question of the week was one that came from a good friend of mine he wanted me to ask What is your biggest motivation when you cannot control your emotions? For me personally, I know I had to think about that one for a couple days. It took me a little while to understand, not not understand the question, but understand where my answer needs to be coming from, if that makes any sense. But basically, I think that the answer that I came up with was music. Like, if I just, for whatever reason, can't control myself and I just, I need something, and there's no, like, people that I, like, can go to, you know? I feel like music is always going to be my go-to, something to, like, get me back in a good mood or good spirits. Um, The weekend is always, 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 always cheering me up. Like, his music is therapy for me. So, personally, I found my therapist in the weekend and I know a lot of other people use music as a form of therapy as well so I'm sure that some other people can relate when I say that as my answer but let me know what you guys think whenever I say that what's the first thing that comes to mind because I do think that's a really interesting question let's go ahead and move on to this week's topic of the week which like I said is tattoos and tattoo stigma more specifically so what is a tattoo The definition is a form of body modification by inserting ink, dyes, or pigment, either indelible or temporary, into the dermis layers of the skin to form a design. 
which is a long fancy way of saying it's basically artwork that stays on you forever one way shape or form of being in, inserted into your skin it stays forever um and something that i thought was actually kind of funny when i was doing research for this episode specifically looking up tattoo stigma something came up and said that the word stigma actually comes from a latin word which means a mark or puncture especially one made by a pointed instrument so i just thought it was kind of funny that there's quite a stigma or at least used to be um, around tattoos and the community of tattooed people and tattoo artists yet that word actually comes from something that basically describes tattooing so i don't know i just thought it was kind of ironic a little funny a little goofy obviously tattooing is very popular in these days so if you don't know what it is then you are probably living under a rock or you're an actual child so that's totally okay we're gonna go ahead and move on to some of the facts um so in the descent of time which was written in 1871 by charles darwin he wrote that there is no country or was no country in the world that did not practice tattooing or some other form of body decoration. A 19th century ethnologist and explorer believed that tattooing in South America involved a form of custom decoration of the body with scars. So they would, you know, obviously make cuts or incisions on the body, um, and then they would rub plant sap into the wound to prevent bleeding caused discoloration of the scar and the results um the resulting decoration could be regarded as a tattoo at least in this time period um because you know tattooing has evolved so much and in the 19th century this really was what they had they made do with what they had that was that the earliest evidence of tattoo art comes in the form of clay figurines that had their faces painted or engraved to represent tattoo marks and some of the oldest one of those were found um, in the tombs in Japan dating back to 5000 BCE or older which I thought was pretty interesting so they were kind of playing with the idea of tattooing or body decoration even before they had the means to do it in terms of actual tattoos the oldest human to have tattoos preserved on his mummified skin is a Bronze Age man from around 3300 BCE. His name, or what they named him at least, was Otzi the Iceman, and he had 57 tattoos, and you can actually see them. You can see his mummified body if that's something that you're interested in. Um, first of all, this week is obviously audio only, but even if it was um, available on YouTube this week, I would not scar you guys by showing you pictures of the Iceman without your permission because it, they're kind of graphic so if it's not something that you're interested in seeing obviously don't go look it up but if you want to see photo scans of the Iceman literally just look up on Google Iceman photo scan and it's the first one that pops up and if you click on it you can literally see like 3D images you can see complete like head to toe pictures zoomed in on the different tattoos that were on his body um, and since most of his tattoos were on pressure points some of them some of the researchers believed that this was actually an or early form of acupuncture um, so that's pretty interesting when you go and look at the pictures and think you know m 
maybe they were using this as a form of pain relief and to see the places where the tattoos are it's not super easy to kind of make up what the tattoos themselves are but it's still pretty interesting to look at if that's not something that you think would creep you out too much <laughs> um as for how the tattoos were done back then it's not confirmed but most researchers believe that it was done using soot which was a common material for a lot of different things back in the back in the day because they just didn't have a whole lot of other materials or things to use so other early examples of tattoos can be traced back to the middle kingdom period of ancient Egypt. Several mummies exhibiting tattoos have been recovered that date back to 2160 to 1994 BCE, which was a long time ago. And also in the 8th through the 6th century BCE, tattooing was associated with barbarians. And the Greeks learned from the Persians, because this is what they would do, but the Greeks started using it to mark slaves or criminals in case they tried to escape and I thought that was really horrible and it's just it's crazy to think about as a somewhat heavily tattooed person now that you know these these pieces of art that I've been collecting on my body back then it was it was so looked down on that only slaves and criminals in certain places had these body markings you know and it's I just love to see the way that it's grown because like I said in my art episode art is so many things and it's so subjective I've seen the same tattoo done a hundred different times and they always look different you know the not so original tattoos are, normally aren't my favorite but it's just really interesting to see how somebody can take a picture of a rose and tattoo it on the, on somebody's body in one way and then the next artist can say, take that same reference picture of a rose and tattoo it in a completely different style or a completely different body part and it looks just as amazing or better you know I like that um, a lot of tattooing is borrowed art and I believe that all art is borrowed art but I feel like tattooing and music like more specifically especially with tattooing because you see tattoos like um basic tattoos all the time is what I like to call them because you know if it's something that everybody has I personally wouldn't want to get it unless it was completely stylized um by my artist hand done you know custom made not picked from Pinterest or a reference picture like, I don't even like to use reference pictures half the time. I like to just give an idea and let them run with it because that's just the most exciting part about it to me is waiting to see what your art is going to look like. And the way that you put it together in your mind is completely different nine times out of ten than what the artist puts it together as. And that's very, very fun for me. So I want to go ahead and move on to some facts some percentages and numbers um, that I thought were kind of interesting that had to do with tattoos. So I believe this was from 2016. So Skinfo.com says that people with tattoos are more likely to have a limited career potential and are less likely to get hired. There are no laws protecting people with tattoos from this kind of discrimination. 
It's not just employers either, because 43% of people find tattoos in the workplace inappropriate. Fortunately, most big companies like IKEA, Target, Google, and UPS are more tattoo friendly, and those companies also aren't necessarily careers for everybody, so there is a downside to that. Um, so let's move on to some of the facts, some of the numbers. Um, I have kind of just some statistics jotted here that I'm just going to read over for y'all. So 37% of hiring managers cite that tattoos are the third most likely physical attribute that limits career potential. When I read that at first, I don't know if I just read it wrong or like my brain just comprehended it a different way than my mom's, but my mom explained it to me like, you know, maybe one and two are weight and like height because of like lift requirements or like being able to lift this much amount of weight or being able to reach this high or, you know, sh stupid shit like that, which I can see why that would like, I am not going to get hired to do a heavy lifting job because I probably weigh less than most of the heavy lifting that I'd have to do. So, you know, that's kind of what that is but I still think that third most likely is a little bit too high up on the list because I don't know I just don't think tattoos are that inappropriate for work I mean I can still go to work and do my job probably just as good if not better than the rest of these people so I don't understand what is the issue with it but whatever so the next one that I had um, percentage of people that find tattoos imp uh, inappropriate. From the all ages range, there was 42%, 63% from 60 years and older, and 22% from 18 to 25 years old. So obviously the older generations have more of an issue with the appropriateness of tattoos in general, and I think this is more specifically in the workplace. And younger people have a better perspective on it because, I mean, I shouldn't say better because everybody has their own opinion. It's not necessarily a better perspective. It's just they have a different view because tattoos are more common for my generation compared to my grandparents or my parents, you know, which my parents still have quite a few tattoos. And I have some quotes from them that I want to talk about later, but... I think it's just a generational thing, society, you know, societal differences. Um, so also, 45 million pe people in the U.S. have at least one tattoo. Women are more likely to get a tattoo, but men are more likely to admit to having a tattoo. Which I honestly don't even want to talk about that one, because... <laughs> anyway, school and tattoos. Did not complete high school. 40% have a tattoo. Completed high school, 29% have a tattoo. Some college, 25% have a tattoo. And completed college, 14% have a tattoo. So that was something that I found pretty interesting as well because I honestly, if you asked me, like if you just asked me what I thought those percentages would be like, I wouldn't have thought that it was going to correlate in any way because I wouldn't say that, like, I don't want to say that people 
with tattoos are less likely to have finished school or people with tattoos are not as smart as people without tattoos but that's kind of what that statistic makes it look like and that really bothers me maybe it's just because I'm a tattooed person and I completed high school and I wouldn't have thought that I would only fall into a 29% have a tattoo category you know I don't know I don't know what it was about that one that just kind of threw me for a loop but let's go ahead and move to careers and tattoos 36% of people in military have a tattoo, 22% for ranching and agriculture, 16% for arts, media, and entertainment, 14% for retail, 13% for finance and banking, <laughs> finance and banking, 13% for healthcare, 13% for professional services, which I'm curious what that is, um, and 12% for education. 9% for manufacturing and 8% for the government. 73% said they would hire staff with tattoos, but only 3 in 10 HR managers thought that bad breath was worse than tattoos in the workplace. And I deadass typed out like a billion question marks after that because what in what world would you like how <laughs> I was just like flabbergasted by that one honestly because in what world do you have to be so put off by somebody because they have a tattoo that you would rather have somebody with bad breath up in your face like all day long what world like honestly 3 in 10 only 3 in 10 thought that I am so, I am still shook. Okay, you know what? I'm going to leave y'all with that one because, man, man, that threw me for a loop. But I want to go ahead and talk to some people in the tattoo community. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get right into the interviews. All right, I'm here with my tattoo artist, John. I um, go to Saints and Sinners in Carrollton, if any of you are from Texas. But he's done quite a few of my tattoos over the years, so hello. Hi. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to ask him a couple different things since we're on the topic of tattoos, and he's been in the industry for a little while. He's quite obviously a heavily tattooed person as well, so I just wanted to get his opinion. Um, so when did you first know you wanted to be a tattoo artist? I first started thinking about it at 18. I went back and forth a few times, um, but at 18 I started, you know, I had normal jobs and I would like go and draw tattoo flash and get in trouble. <laughs> and yeah, right, like doodling it, in class. Almost. Yeah, and I would get in trouble at work. Mm -hmm. And so I went back and forth, but I started thinking about it at like 18, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What's been the best part about the career for you so far? Just like kind of the freedom to work for yourself. Okay. Um, you know, be your own boss um, and just get to work with people. It's a creative outlet, which is awesome, but it's also cool to give people something that they can keep and whether it's just for fun or to help them heal mm -hmm. or to help them grieve, help them change, you know, it could yeah. be anything. Uh, I've tattooed man I mean any anywhere from like hey I just wanted to do a spur of the moment thing today to um, 
I, you know, I just got sober and I need to stay that way. I need a tattoo, you know, like, yeah. so there's so many different ways it can help. Um, I mean, but, personally, I've come to you for different reasons. I've come yeah. for just for fun tattoos and I've come to you for family tribute. Exactly. Tattoos, so. Yeah. There's a lot of different outlets, but, um, but yeah, it's nice just to work for yourself and get to do something that you love. Yeah. It's definitely not a job, um, for someone that doesn't love it. Yeah. Because it's like consumes you. <laughs> it, consume, <laughs> it consumes your life for yeah. sure. So if it's something that you're really passionate about, it's easy to do e this job. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You just really have to be in love with it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and the next thing I wanted to ask about, I'm just really curious about this in general, but what's yeah. like the craziest client story that you have? Without oh, like man. disclosing anybody's personal yeah, information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I don't want to, you know, obviously put anyone's information out right. there. Um, I mean, I've had obviously quite a few crazy mm -hmm. encounters um it's it's not a job if you don't like crazy it's not like the best job it's almost yeah. like working in like the er like you need to like craziness mm -hmm. um but i i had a guy one time and um you know if it's if you're in a situation where you're in like a shop that's doing like really late night weekend walk-in stuff you're gonna get crazy right uh, which can be fun you know um but there man he so he wanted a tattoo with, I'm, I'm gonna, I assumed it was his wife's name. Okay. Um, so I put it on the tattoo for him. It was like a little bird. And he, I didn't realize it until it was too late, but he was definitely really high on um, amphetamines, probably, <laughs> probably meth, I'm mm -hmm. assuming. And man, he kept jumping up and like running to the mirror and during in the middle of his tattoo i remember he asked me for a screwdriver to go break into a car and i was like dude we have to finish this tattoo like i don't have a screwdriver like so he got it and i kind of well what was even crazier than how he was acting was i think the tattoo was for a woman that he was trying to get back that had broken up with him and Smooth. Like weeks went by and I, I was like, I'm never gonna see this guy again. And he showed back up and he wanted me to like, at first cover just the bird's face or something. And I was like, you just want a headless bird? And then he left and then he came back and wanted to cover the name. And he kept he kept coming by and asking me for very strange things like that. And I was, it was very obvious he had, at that point that every, every time he would get high and then come by mm -hmm. and like ask him. You I just was, felt a connection. I was like, I, yeah, I can't <laughs> tattoo you while you're high anymore, dude. Yeah. Like that was a bad idea. Um, it was wild. Yeah, that, that was, sounds pretty yeah, crazy. that was a wild Saturday night. And <laughs> I remember when he paid, I told him a pro I don't even know what he gave me. I told him a price and he just took out very crumpled up like wet money and threw it down. And I was like, Whatever, yeah, I'll see you later. I don't even, I'll count that later when it dries. Um, so that's definitely like stuff you can experience as like a walk-in uh, weekend tattooer, which is fun if you're like young. Young, yeah, you're starting but, out. Yeah, now get... I want to go home and go to bed. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you're like, I only need a plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no uh, methods for me. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> you know, ever do you, but yeah. do it safely somewhere that you're not getting tattooed. Not in my you know? shop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so now we'll get into a little bit of the more serious topics. Um, there's really just two serious questions that I have, and mm -hmm. it's mostly revolving around stigma, which is the episode or the idea of the episode. Yeah. So, how do you think 
the tattoo stigma has affected your personal work? Well, it can affect it in the sense that what's currently acceptable in society is maybe going to dictate what people come to you to get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, n- now it's pretty common for someone in their 20s to have their hands tattooed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I tattoo more hands. Yeah. Um, and me, you know, I talk to so many people, any you know, anywhere from 18 years old to, you know, in their 60s or 70s. Like, pretty good, pretty good idea of how people feel about things. Um, and I feel a little better knowing, like, okay, they're going to have no problem getting a job. Because mm-hmm. everyone has these tattoos. Yeah. So, every workforce, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there are some things that, you know, if you want to be a doctor, you probably yeah, shouldn't right. get <laughs> your throat tattooed. <laughs> yeah. But, um they're very aware of that mm-hmm. you know especially young people they're very educated which is great um they they know a lot before they even walk in the door um so yeah that can affect it just kind of like what's going on with uh you know, like trends or what's acceptable yeah. in jobs like i know a few places have changed their policies on like uh tattoos hair dye mm-hmm. piercings yeah. um teachers used to never get visible tattoos now they get, you Almost. know, they get their arms. Their, yeah. Um, so that's changed. Um, so it just depends, you know. Um, it can definitely kind of affect what you're tattooing. Mm-hmm. You know, things change every few years. Right. Um, so, you know, as far as stigma. Um, it's not so bad. <laughs> it's not so bad. Like, with yeah, I mean, especially now. I mean, there's, you know, it's, it's acceptable. But what comes with that is there's a lot of options. So there's a lot of tattooers. Yeah. People have thousands of options. They could go to anyone, mm-hmm. especially if you live in a big city like Dallas. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, it's like, what are you offering them too? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you have to offer them a good experience. If, if they don't have a good time with you, I mean, why would you go back? Yeah, you know? that makes sense too. Yeah, you have to do good work. You have to do good yeah, tattoos. Yeah, of, of course, of course. But it's there's more to it than that. Yeah, you know? that's for sure. You know, it, I would say this this stigma probably mostly affects like what subject matter you might be tattooing the most. You yeah. know, like what people feel is acceptable. Yeah, um, and that really is like an individual person thing. So it is. There's not a whole lot you as an as an individual right. artist can do about that. Yeah. Have you ever like personally felt like people judge you or be like? T- you know, act that stigma out towards you because uh, of your tattoos. Yeah, um, and that changes too. You know, when I was 18 um, and got my first neck tattoo, I, w- I lived in a small town and I got tons of negative attention. I got pulled over all the time. You know, they constantly thought I was in a gang. Mm. You know, flash forward all these years living in somewhere like Dallas, it's really tattooed here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas has a lot of tattooed people. Nobody looks at me weird. Um, nobody judges me. You know, even elderly people tell me sometimes like, oh, you know, like, hey, cool. you look cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that's here. You know, I when I travel and if I go to very rural areas, it's not like that. Yeah. Um, you get more looks. I did. You know, I traveled a few months ago and I had people look at me like, 
the fuck are you doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, like when I walk into a store, they're like, can I help you? Like, what do you, That's like, crazy. you know, kind of like watch me, make sure I don't steal. Um, so it depends where I go. Yeah. Um, you know, like I went to Costa Rica one time and they had never seen someone that looks like me, but they liked it. You know, the, yeah. the young people thought it was cool and the old people were just confused, right. <laughs> you know? Um, and then, you know, I'm a white man. I have it a little easier. It's worse for, I would say, heavily tattooed women. Mm-hmm. They get, a, you know, probably more attention than they want, um, especially negative attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, you know, that, as far as other things, it can affect things in life like uh, going to see doctors. Uh, I've had doctors not take me seriously. Um, oh. Because I, you know, I'm so tattooed, you know, um, so that's kind of something to think about too. You know, yeah. it's you don't really realize it till it happens, and then you're like, oh wait, he like, yeah, ro- totally like wouldn't look me in the eye. Yeah, he just discriminated against he, me. He wrote me off. Right. You know, it's my choice to do this to myself, so yeah. I don't take it personally. Like, I want to look like this. I did it to myself, um, but it does affect your life. Yeah, you know. Um, that's why, you know, I I think it's kind of important, you know, if like, let's say you wanted your face tattooed, like, I feel like it's, a, it's not necessary, but it's kind of important to maybe go to someone that has their face tattooed. Yeah. So they can kind of like, I don't know, not tell you, not, not necessarily like lecture you or tell you about it, but just so they understand. Yeah. Um, so they kind of understand what it's like, you yeah. know, even like a forearm, it's really, vis- you know, it's not it's like, super visible, yeah. it's super visible. It, it, it changes things, you know, um, for the good or yeah, the worse, right. you know, yeah. but, um, but yeah, it's something to think about, you know? Yeah. Um, I like how you said earlier, like people are more educated now. So yeah. and that's like the whole, the, the whole reason why stigma exists is because people are undereducated or totally. are scared to understand something. And so for tattoos, I feel like the fact that the younger, gen- like our, my generation and younger ones, are learning more about tattoos before they go out and they get are. them, you know, yeah. it's a good thing. And that means that the stigma for this, at least, is going to be getting better. And it sounds like, like personally for you, it's not as bad as it used to be. No, it's drastically different. Well, like, that's good. Yeah, especially, you know, Dallas is great, much less like go to L.A. I mean, no one's going to, you know, look at you weird. Mm-hmm. So it depends where you're at. Um but do you yeah. think that tattooing is important to society at all, or do you think it's more of just like a personal? I I think it's important because it's it's never not existed while we while we have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been around forever. It's it's ancient. Um, we've always the humans have always done it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think it is. Um, is it? It's not necessary. It's a you know, it's a luxury business, mm-hmm. and you have to understand that yeah. you know if you're going to work in it. Um, but I think it is important. I think it helps a lot of people, um, and it gives. I mean, it gives people jobs that couldn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, like what would I do? You know, yeah. like like I said, I chose to tattoo my face, but you know, I don't have a lot of other options right. other at this than, point. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. know, tattooing's it. Yeah. For me, I mean, and the other artist that I'm going to talk to, I know that she, like, she for a long time tried to do other jobs, like yeah. you said you did, and for whatever reason, just she would always end up coming home and doing art, and it yeah. just was something that was so passionate for her. 
And so, you know, we're gonna, I'm gonna talk to her here in a minute, but um, what is your favorite piece on yourself and what's your favorite piece that you've done on somebody else? Let's see, on myself, um, well, I like my back because it's really big <laughs> and I don't see it a lot. So then when I do see it, I'm like, oh yeah, my back's tattooed. <laughs> That's cool. Um, it's a big devil head. Oh, okay. Um, I can That's kind of why I put my back off for now. Yeah. Because I want to get like the places I can see more. Totally. First. I never really see my back. So yeah, yeah it's kind of a surprise when I do. <laughs> um, so yeah, that it's I like that a lot. Um, I got my wife's name like last year. So I mean, that's I really like that. It's probably <laughs> one of my only tattoos that's like really meaningful. Okay. You know, the, yeah, so I really like that too. Um, the tattoos I've done... Um, it's it's hard to like play You've done so many. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to play favorites, but um, you know, stuff does stand out in your mind where you are starting it and you're like, fuck, this is gonna be hard. <laughs> and it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. And then if that challenge comes out great, you kinda remember it and feel good about right. it. Um, so I have tattoos like that. Like I, I have a friend where I did some really large like medieval gauntlets on her stomach oh, okay. and they're super detailed and it's really difficult to tattoo a stomach anyway so I was nervous and I love them you know awesome. so yeah uh, stuff like that you know stands out um, I've you know tattooed my wife recently so I see that all the time because mm -hmm. I live with her so it's cool to, to love those too you yeah. know because you see it constantly yeah um, but yeah, I mean anything that like comes out great you that know? you weren't expecting or you thought was going to be hard. Yeah, I thought those was, are your favorites. Yeah, so it's just cool to like see it, whether it's a month or years later, and right. be like, damn, like we, mm -hmm. you know, like we did a good job on that. You yeah. know, um, so that that's a good feeling. Yeah, so. and that's another reason why I like coming back to you because it's like I'm collecting your art. Yeah, on, you it's know? cool and to it's, see it like yeah. later on, right? And see how you change as an artist too. Yeah, you know, that's cool too. I like that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the interview. I'm going to put your, your Instagram awesome. and stuff like that down in the bio so everybody can check him out. But let's go ahead and move on to my next interview. Thanks, guys. Okay, the next guest that I wanted to have on is my sister-in-law, Hope. She is a younger tattoo artist, self-taught, still kind of new to the industry. So, hello, Hope. Hi. <laughs> Okay, so the first question that I have for you is, when did you know that you wanted to be a tattoo artist? Probably beginning of middle school, most likely, because that's when I started drawing more. I didn't see any other way of expressing my art or style or, you know. You just more, like, more related to tattooing in general? Yeah, yes, you can come up with all types of things and somebody will always be interested in it. Right. What's been the best, like your favorite part about this career choice so far? Honestly, <laughs> uh, I'm very antisocial. And ever since I started doing this, I... Um, started being more social and talking a lot more with random people that I wouldn't be comfortable with. 
So yeah, I'm out of my comfort zone a little more now. That's pretty cool. Do you have any like super crazy client stories that you like just have to tell? Well, since I don't know him, I guess it's okay, right? Yeah, don't just don't like names. say his name or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess this this dude, this one dude, he was pretty big. Like not wait, he was tall. Mm-hmm. And he was getting a pretty good size on his arm. But I always make sure, like, I ask my clients if they're nervous and stuff. And he said he was for sure. And I always ask him if they ate and all this. And he said he did. And he drank water. And he was good. But yet, when I only put on the stencil, he started getting very uh, lightheaded. And then he started zoning out. And I was trying to get his attention. I was kind of scared because he's a pretty big dude. And if he fainted, I would have to freaking catch him. <laughs> You're like, but yeah, he's gonna... probably gonna hit the floor. <laughs> nah, he even said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking fall. I'm like, okay, I'm just saying, I gotta be ready because. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about stigma. That's kind of what this episode is really about. So. Um, John had said that um, as a tattoo artist, he doesn't necessarily feel the stigma too much. He just kind of worries about um, his art on the clients and the stigma that they're going to get based off of the, the type of art that he does or how it might offend somebody. Other than that, he said he doesn't really worry too much about the stigma on the job itself. But what do you think? I feel that exactly. I had yeah. nothing to say, to be honest, but what you said is very accurate and suitable for me, too. Okay. I don't have a crazy, crazy designs yet, but I'm getting there, and I already had somebody like one of my designs, and they got in it, and I'm very happy with it, how it came out. I think, I don't think nobody will judge it or not like it. Well, that's good to hear, because a, um, a lot of what John was saying also is just that things have gotten a lot better with tattooing over the years and the stigma on tattooing isn't as big as it used to be. So I guess that's a good thing, especially for you who's young and you're just not starting this career. So you don't have to worry about it so much as the older generation artists did, you know? It is freaking, it is getting a lot of people's attention now. So do you have a favorite piece that you've done so far or favorite piece on yourself? On myself, my favorite piece is this cross that I got done in Colorado. I drew it up. It's, uh, it has like a wooden effect with a big and little rose. I love how he did it. It's so smooth. This guy did it in Colorado Springs. I don't remember the shop, but that's a shout out. (laughs) Anything that you've done so far that you're just super proud of? Super proud of the way it turned out or something? (sighs) I know you know him. Uh, EJ. Mm -hmm. He let me finish his tattoo. It was not finished at all. He wanted a dragon. And I had to finish it and fix it a little bit. And I love how that came out. That was the biggest, most detailed piece I've done so far. That's pretty cool. 
And the last thing that I wanted to ask you about was society in general. Do you think that tattooing is important to society? Mm, Yeah. I've heard people say and I've read that uh, people that have tattoos, it's a lower risk for them to get trafficked or anything like that or not people is really interested in somebody that has tattoos. And also here people say that people that don't have tattoos are crazy. <laughs> and I think people that get tattoos it like helps them in their own way for sure. Everybody has some reason for it, but I yeah. do think that it helps people in any type of way. Well, thank you so much, Hope, for having a conversation with me and sharing with the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to link Hope's Instagram and TikTok for her for her tattooing in the description. And if you are interested in finding her, then you can go check that out there. So thank you so much, Hope, and let's go ahead and move on to the next part of the episode. Okay, so now that we've talked to two different tattoo artists, I personally want to answer a couple questions that I came up with for some tattooed people. Um, My mom and dad also gave a couple answers just because I thought that them being in a different generation would be an interesting point of view of people who have tattoos. So, the first question what do tattoos and the art of tattooing mean to you? My mom and dad both kind of agreed, and I also agree with them. It's like the best way. It just feels like a really great way to express your feelings, um, express express your deep, deepest beliefs. My mom put it more specifically as something that you would die for. She personally would never get anything on her body that didn't mean something to her in a big way and my dad is the same and so they've kind of struggled a little bit with some of the tattoos that I've gotten that have just been a little bit more you know I wanted to get a tattoo so I got a tattoo Um, I personally feel like those moments are my most special tattoos because that's like a, a deep way for me to cope and it's not probably the healthiest coping mechanism But I'm always happy with the art that I leave with. I do not regret a single piece of art that I have on my body. So that's been a really, really great part about this tattoo journey for me. Growing up, I did have people in my family with tattoos. I, my parents had them. I was around a lot of like my babysitters had tattoos, my cousins, my older cousins and, you know, distant cousins. Um, aunts, uncles, all kinds of stuff. I had family with tattoos and it was never something that I was necessarily told like, no, you can never do this. But obviously my parents weren't like trying to take me to get a tattoo when I was 12 years old. But like when I was 12 years old is when I told my parents that like I knew I wanted to get a tattoo. I didn't know what it was, but when I turned 16, I knew for sure that my first tattoo was going to be daisies and I did want 
originally for it to be like five daisies going down my arm on my inner left arm but I had a tattoo artist that told me hey you know your arm is kind of small I don't want it I don't want to stuff it in there I know you're set on five what if we just took it down to three um, and then whenever we had the three lined up I wasn't quite a fan of it and so he kind of drew them into a collage and I just fell in love with it at first sight and that was my first tattoo and I was really really happy with it um, my family on the other on the other hand neither of them grew up with tattoos in their family my mom said that her um, her dad got a tattoo of his nickname on his arm when he was in the Navy but it wasn't it wasn't something that he would have done had he had been had he been sober he unfortunately had been drinking with his Navy buddies and they took him to go get it her big sister also had tattoos but neither of these people in her life having tattoos influenced her in any way so that's good I guess my dad said the same, that nobody in his family really had tattoos growing up, and he even remembered a comment that was made to him after he got his first tattoo. He said, nice tattoo. Now you can't get buried in a Jewish cemetery. So that's how my dad remembers his first tattoo. I already talked about when I knew that I first wanted my first tattoo, but my dad and my mom both said similar answers um, around 16 and 17. Also, personally, I have never felt, like, the stigma in society. I, I get, like, stares sometimes. People will kind of look me up and down at my tattoos, and, you know, I, I don't necessarily feel judgment or stigmatized, but I definitely don't like the looks. It's not fun, that's for sure. Um, I do get quite a few comments. Um, compliments on my tattoos which that's always nice but um, my dad says that he worries sometimes with new jobs but other than that it's never really a big deal he just recently got a new job and so he was a little bit worried about what they were gonna think but it's seems to have worked out for him in the past so my mom on the other hand was more specifically worried about her family seeing the placement of her tattoo because it was across her lower stomach and she had four kids in four years so that tattoo definitely got seen by family and friends and you know everybody who saw her little pregnant belly so that didn't really work out in her favor um the last question that I wanted to talk about was what my personal favorite was on myself and I probably should have given that some thought because I honestly don't know which one is my favorite it might it might have to be my Mickey Mouse because that one is a family tribute tattoo and it's just really important to me but other than that I don't have much more to talk about here I did want to however say that you know after talking to those two amazing tattoo artists I did learn that tattooing isn't nearly as stigmatized as a career as it used to be and obviously after mine, my mom, and my dad's answers. It's similar for tattooed people. Obviously, back in the day, like I said earlier, it was more of a, a mark to keep these people from getting away or escaping or whatever, but now it's a lot less stigmatized and it's a lot more 
common. So that's really interesting for sure. So let's go ahead and move on to the quote of the week. This week I have two, um, which I seem to be doing a lot lately. But these two are history quotes. So we have history is written by the victors by Winston Churchill. And then history repeats itself. First as tragedy, second as farce by Karl Marx. Okay, so thank y'all so much for listening. You guys can find John and Hope's tags for social media in the comments, I mean, in the description below. You can also check the description to find um, my socials and me outside of the podcast. Also, as always, I have a list of resources in the description for many different things, and that resource list is always being updated, so feel free to go check that out at any time. Let me know if there's anything that you'd like to see added to that resources list. Feel free to share that list with anybody. Uh, And yeah, all right, so you guys have a great week, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.